hey everybody welcome back to one's ready podcast we don't know what we're going to talk about today uh we are the official unofficial podcast of the air force it's not just special warfare you can come here for all of your air force needs that's what we do here uh today we're going to start talking about fitness and and when you're thinking about joining the pipeline the mentality that you need to have uh before you even go in there to give you the best chance uh for success so uh jared this is something that you were talking about just a little bit ago your pipeline mentality, getting your mind right, getting your fitness right. Like, what are the things that these folks should be uh, looking at before they, you know, hit that button, so to speak, to join? Specifically for the for the pipeline. He or just whatever. said it. How are you? Were you not paying attention? He laid out an entire I, intro, I, and I know it was excellent. That was maybe I, my best intro I've ever done. And then he I teed you it. up. He he missed a whole fitness joke. Like, hey, you know, this episode you're going to be fitness motivation inside of your head to help oh you in the gosh. pipeline. He had a terrible pun that he could have teed up, and he didn't. He's asking you, Peaches, when you went in the pipeline, did you have a an on your shield or or come back with it mentality? Like, were you more like Till Valhalla, brother? Like, what what, what kind of mentality do the folks need to have out there? I don't know. Good God, uh, no, I definitely did not have that. Um, and I'll tell you, most most of the 17, 18, 19 year olds that are coming in probably don't have that. I was in the, because I didn't have things like this or developers or anything like that. I with came with the, uh, I just need to survive. Holy shit. What is happening to me? That's what I had. Nice. Because it, there was no like, okay, I knew what I wanted to get into. Like, oh, I want to do something hard. I want to do something difficult. I want to, I want to test myself, you know, all the, all those kind of standard things. But, um, then when I got there, it was like, okay, I, I kind of need to survive and make it out of this alive. Because every day I was under the impression that Cadre were going to try and kill me or were trying to kill me. Nice. Um, and that may or may not be true. Who knows? I, I don't I'm, know. Not, I'm not one to say whether or not they are or are not trying to kill somebody. Yeah. But Sad- they're sadistic homicidal maniacs, or they were. Are. Long time yeah, they ago. were. Yeah. So okay. Jared and, took the American hostage sort of view, like you're in a, yeah. in a terrorist tunnel. You're just going one day at a time, trying to make it out. You know what I mean? Well, I was because if you look at the entire pipeline, like it's it's a big elephant to eat, right? So it is. It, you know, and especially as a 17 year old, and I think as anybody, you you know, how do you how do you take a, a, a large task or a large undertaking one bite at a time? So um, that's how I did it, but I don't necessarily recommend that. <laughs> I mean, it worked out for me, but I don't necessarily recommend it. That is a technique just to be seaweed and kind of go. You see a bunch of, you know, students have a wide range, right? There are people that literally go in there every day and it's like a an active fight against the system. You know, they are they are literally trying to beat the ocean. You know, they they go in there and it's, you know, two ends of the spectrum, right? There's seaweed, uh, seaweed sort of sort of guys and girls that go into the pipelines. They're like, yeah, whatever happens, happens, man. It's just today. Like, I'm just going to get through today. And then on the other end of the spectrum, there are those dudes that are like, I am going to beat the ocean today. Like, I am going to make the waves stop moving. And they just go in and just straight through. It's like the guys in, in land nav. They don't terrain nav at all. They just go up and down over every single terrain <laughs> feature because they're going to beat the mountain that day. Um I think you got to find somewhere in between if you're too passive. I mean, that's just no fun for anybody, but if you constantly, you know, talk crap and you're constantly aggressive all the time, that's also pretty grating, especially when you're dealing with somebody on team that's like that just all the time. Oh dude. You're like, calm down, bro. Like it's not that serious. Like it's just a jump. You don't need to listen to death metal and get up for a jump. You're just falling. Just shut up and fall, but land on the ground. But I want to be like Goggins. I want to be super intense every day. What's yeah. wrong with you guys? 
You guys think you're fit? You're not fit. <laughs> Who That's, is going to curry the goats? That's the yeah. question. <laughs> well, I'm hungry too. So I do love me about a good curry. Jared's always hungry. <laughs> I do love I me a good yellow curry. <laughs> My yeah. favorite part of, of any podcast is when we get in the studio and Peaches isn't in yet. And he just comes in. He's like snacking on something, probably a waffle. He's drinking a cup of coffee. It's great every morning. Big time. Just <laughs> really like it. I mean, th- that goes to, to the point of the, what motivates you, though, right? Like there's a lot of different ways to, to be successful. I think that that's one of the hard things about, you know, a subject like this for us is, you know, we've seen a lot of students do it a lot of different ways. We've seen people fail a lot of different ways. Uh, we've seen people make it a lot of different ways. And so I think, you know, you, you have to know what motivates you, what's going to get you through, you, you know, maybe you are like Jared, maybe you should stop listening to everything right now. Just jump in there, Stockholm syndrome, the sit, the shit out of it, and then just like survive until the end. And then, and then you're going to be okay. Or you might be like an information person. You might need to find the cracks and, and figure it out and work smarter and not harder. There's a lot of different ways to get through any of this stuff. But I think one of the big things that's going to help you use the the stuff between your ears is your physical fitness, right? Because don't if you're try not to fit, bring it back. Damn it! I could see it happening from a mile away, and I got so I'm trying. I've had it with you. All right, talk about physical fitness. No, fine. We're going to talk about <laughs> mentality. Jeez, Aaron, you well, can't think, think if you're not fit, right? And if you're in there just on a run or in a, in a in a smoke session, and you're just dying. Because you're not fit, because you didn't prepare correctly or appropriately for the the task at hand, then all you can think about is, God, this sucks. This is terrible. When's it just going to end? <laughs> all and I have then, to do is just add a little bit of cold to that scenario. Oh man, just a little mm. bit of water. Take a little what? bit of, of oxygen away. A little bit, Magnifique. and now all of a sudden, I can get you to quit. Yep, hundred percent. You know that that comfort is just just back there waving at you going hey i'm right here buddy just just nice warm embracing hug you know just oh yeah come on in here and now next thing you know one and it only takes one quitter one quitter and then boom pop 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 a whole bunch go it's infectious legendary chief master sergeant robbie bean i will never forget this we're it was prep team like back in the day it was called prep team you didn't have swick you had two weeks of just running around you know Lackland, Medina, JBSA, whatever you want to call it, Chapman. And it was no kidding prep. And Tech Sergeant Robbie Bean at the time steps out onto the pad and he's like, all right, hey, everybody, uh, I just want to know who wants to quit. And like 30 dudes raise their hand. He's like, what? Are you, are you effing serious? I was joking. And literally three, it was like Wednesday on prep team. We were just looking around like, what is, what is happening? Can you even do that? They 100% could, and then they took the next two days to process those quitters, and and they were gone. It was it was a wild scene. But you know, Trent, I have to imagine it's because they didn't focus on the appropriate types of physical fitness before they get in. So I'll ask you. We know what the IFT is. We have many episodes with many different subject matter experts on what you should be doing to get to the IFT. We've even told you what numbers we think you should hit, like what numbers are comfortable to where you're like, okay, if you're hitting these numbers consistently you can go in. So what other things would you add to a fitness regimen that would help people with not only their fitness, but the mindset that they need when they go into the pipeline? I mean, you know me, I'm a, I'm a big aerobic baseline guy. If you, if you don't have like that, that aerobic, uh, uh capacity, if you don't do your, your LSDs, the, the long, slow distance runs. And when I say that, I mean like actually long and actually slow, like it should be uncomfortable. When I used to do my LSDs, 
I would wake up super, super early so that no one could see me running that slow. Like, that's where my ego's at. Like, I don't want you don't anybody want to be judged. Right. Yeah, like trotting for like seven <laughs> miles to build up my, my, my aerobic capacity. Right. Um, so, like, th- that's one of those things. Like, it, it makes you more efficient. It makes you better at everything. And there's this, like, some of these old school mentality things is like, oh, if like you can run, like you can't lift or you're not strong or, or whatever. Like, we're not, we're not looking for bodybuilders. We're looking for people that can do everything and that that aerobic you know lsd capability is gonna make everything else easier and it's, it's gonna help you out a lot so maybe jared doesn't like you know he disagrees because his wee little legs don't really like lsds but wow that's hurtful we're just we're yeah. just hurting hey, each hey, other's I'm, feelings I'm, today i'm part of the zone two crew i was gonna say <laughs> there it is yeah I, I, I'm, I'm just kidding it. i'm sorry i apologize <laughs> you know what's if, uh, if, zone two if we could what's zone two jared zone two is your heart rate um and it's different for everybody but it's uh, you know, and shout out, that is not, not my thing. That is, uh, I adopted that from Taylor Starch, uh, the mad scientist. And if you haven't checked out those episodes, they're, they're mind blowing. I think we have three of them. I believe we, we need to get them on, on again. Right, yeah, exactly. So the, the mad scientist, Taylor Starch, um, is a firm believer in zone two work. So a lot of times, like yesterday, I did an hour on the Stairmaster at, and I stayed between zone one, zone two. I did not creep up anywhere near zone three. And I just, just hung out for an hour just doing that. I'll do that on a run. Um, that is more difficult because that, that kind of mentality and then you, you pick a day and you're like, you know, it's zone two. I'm not, I'm not taxing myself. I feel incredible. The weather out in Vegas is amazing, you know, and then all of a sudden you're, you feel yourself creeping up. So it's, it is tough to stay in that zone two, but man, you can just go forever and just keep going and going and going. And then you're just, you're not burnt out the next day or the next couple of days because it, it's, taxes is theft, but it's taxing your body now. Like if I tax my body today, like really, really bad, that's going to affect me, you know, for for the remaining couple of days until I have a a solid recovery day. But if I kind of zone to it out and I don't tax myself, that enables me to work out, not sore, not depleted for for the remaining of my training week. So, you know, I, I actually get more more fitness or more quality uh, in the long run. And, and I, I don't want, I don't want to, you know, misquote Taylor, but I want to say that he said that some of these pro athletes that are, that are, you know, at the high end in the Olympics and professional athletes, they only spend, they spend about 90% of their time training in a zone two and only 10% um, above that. Now that, that stat may be wrong, but I know it's something like that. Nobody can call you on it anyway. We can make up whatever stats we want. Yeah, it's, only two, gonna, it's only going to be people we know, like, you know, mom, <laughs> mom dad, wives. That's it. Sure. Definitely not wives. I don't, I don't think, I don't think that's right. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does not listen to this podcast. Um, yeah, adding the zone two stuff, you know, it, it was after the first time that we talked to Taylor Starch, and I started adding in probably two sessions a week where I'm at zone two. Same thing as you, you know. Stairmaster, and it is tough for me as well. Stairmaster, you're, you're there for 20 minutes. You're like, I don't know, I could go up another level, and I could go up another level, and then pretty soon you're you're crushing, you know, at a 170 sustained heart rate for an hour. Yeah. But um, adding in those zone twos has been the biggest benefit to the fitness regimen that I've done. So there's actually other. Uh, this is just a tangent because I saw it on the internet the other day. But if people are trying to lose fat, 
if you're out there and you're like, hey, I, I cannot lose fat, there is research to suggest the 30-30-30 method. So you wake up and within 30 minutes of waking, you take 30 grams of protein. So 30 grams of lean protein, whatever your choice is. And you go for a 30-minute walk inside of zone two or a 30-minute exercise. It can be a bike ride, a row, a Stairmaster, whatever. If you do that for 30 days, you will lose body fat like no other. There is research to suggest that's just the way the human body is meant to be. Like you wake up, you get sunlight on your face, you have a little bit of a snack, and then you're supposed to go out and walk and go hunt for your food. That's how we evolved. But they found that that has the biggest impact on body fat. None of this fasted cardio, intermittent fast, all these other things that our boy Tyler Mitten uh, hates. And I love watching Tyler's videos because he's just mad. He sees something about nutrition he doesn't like. He's like, this guy's stupid. And it makes me laugh. But 30, 30, 30. So try that for, for 30 days and see if you have an impact on your body fat. Because I bet that you will. Because science. Yeah. Well, no, there's oh, a balance not the there. science about the masks. That was, that was bad science. I'm talking about the good science. Like the actual science that we can prove and actually does something. Sorry. It's I mean, almost science, COVID season. World War Three season is almost over. Versus science to religion. Is that what we're right. talking about? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I, I still have my World War Three decorations up and I know it's about to be COVID season. So <laughs> I got to get those ready to go. What? <laughs> we got to get him his own podcast like ASAP. <laughs> but there, there, there's a balance to that, right? Like we're not saying that you need to be like, uh, you know, shredded six pack, eight pack, Brad Pitt, fight no, that's, club that's type good. of weight. <laughs> Yeah, that's not the um, point. When you join. And in fact, like a little bit of body fat is going to help your performance a whole lot once you join the pipeline. But we know that there's, you know, I've, I've walked around, you know, and seen some of the younger folks and there's there's more fatties than there's ever been. So like dropping that weight first and foremost is going to be a huge deal. And then, uh, you know, the second thing I, I get asked about a lot is the water, right? To me, like everything changed one day in the water when I found a comfort level that you know, like it's like running uh, when I was running one day and all of a sudden it was just exercise and it wasn't that big of a deal. And I didn't hate myself for doing it. And I, I kind of got out of that fight or flight thing, you know, like just running at 180 beats per minute, uh, just because that's what you do. There was one day in the pool when all of a sudden it was just exercise. And it's kind of like that zone two swimming where you can just go and go and go and go. And that kind of like opened the door for the rest of my like comfort in the water, which uh, Obviously, I'm not nearly as comfortable as these fine combat dive gentlemen that are here with me. But, um, Peaches, what are what are some of your uh, your tips and suggestions for uh, for water comfort? Mm. Well, one, you got to get in the pool. Um, Wait, slow it, down. <laughs> I know. Wait right. a second. Hold on now. Hold up. Um, so yeah, I and we are no longer in that that time where people are you know pools are closed and stuff like that. So, um. So to caveat that, or maybe I don't know if that's the correct use of the term. You just go. Anyway, You're good. Just just go. Um, wait, wait. I, I get it. He doesn't I, get flamed. No, like I just tell him to go. He's a chief. I don't get lambasted for it. Right. Okay. You don't, right. Wow, <laughs> lambasted's a great word. Got to get lambasted for it. <laughs> um, not everybody has access to a pool, so fully acknowledge that, or it's just not feasible, just with the the shift schedule and that kind of stuff. So. Um, you know, you still need to be doing your, your cardio type stuff, your aerobic stuff, and then your breath hold kind of regimes. But if you can get, if you have access to a pool, get in a pool and you got to live in it, you really do. Um, and I'm, I mean, doing underwaters safely with a spotter or with a lifeguard that is tracking that you're doing underwater stuff, but you got to go subsurface because it, 
you're not just swimming is going to help you aerobically, but it's not going to help you underwater. And and just play. It doesn't have to be serious. Like oh my god, okay, I'm I'm doing buddy breathing. I'm doing something. It, it could just be. Um, I don't know. I know. Go find Aaron an used, underwater hockey league. Like, yeah, go, that's what I'm saying. Go yeah. in deep in fitness. Like if there's a deep in fitness in your area, find them and and go. I, I bet you'll go to a lot more and you'll you'll full up sign up. But at least do a because I think they do tryout like they do. They hey, do. come come try out. Yeah. So just just go do it because it's fun and that will get you comfortable. And I was going to say uh, when when we had swim team, we do sharks and minnows. So it's a very similar kind of thing, right? It's it's essentially wrestling underneath the water, uh, which is kind of what underwater hockey is. Or the underwater torpedo league. If you watch any of those videos, it is full up wrestling underneath the water. That will get you comfortable real fast. So that's what I would recommend. Dude, how many times have you seen students after a pool session where the, in the, the entire pool session they're acting like they're being murdered, you know, doing like 25 meter underwaters? And you're like, okay, time to play like underwater hockey. Yeah. And all of a sudden, all of these dudes have like two and a half minute breath holds while wrestling <laughs> right. with each other underwater. You're like, what a right. What do you? What were you complaining about? Yep. Let me tell you about the time that I watched somebody quit. <laughs> yes. Yes. So it was a Monday. We. So I don't. I think it's probably the same. It's probably not the same because ANS doesn't actually objectively evaluate anybody. But back in the day at Indoc, when we used to have uh, evaluations every Monday, you would have the the instructors would not screw with you. So during that day, the instructors had a had a uh, tick mark, right? So like during the day, like you would do something, you would clap at the wrong time or you would slap the floor at the wrong time or you would, you know, somebody would do something stupid and the instructors would be like, that's a tick mark. And then at the end of the day, when the evaluation was over, because it was a whole day of evaluations, you would do all of your cow evaluation, you know, pull-ups, push-ups, sit-ups, flutter kicks, run, um, all that stuff. And then you would have your water con evaluations along with your fin. It was every Monday, right? Well, they wouldn't screw with you and they like they wouldn't drop with the, drop you during the evaluation. They would want you fresh for the entire evaluation. So, but at the end of the day, you had to pay the man. And it was always the worst. Like the the Mondays where you're just like tick mark after tick mark, like you can just feel it by lunch. You're like, "Oh my god, we're going to be here till 9 o'clock at night doing eight count bodybuilders. This is going to be terrible." So, retired Chief Ron Thompson, legend of the career field. Uh, he's a career field manager for a while. He ended up being mm-hmm. a wing chief. He's uh RT. So he was running the pool deck and we had like, I don't know, 15 tick marks. Like it was, it was ridiculous. It, it was just a bad day. Like it was one of those days on team. You're just like, man, we suck. Uh, and we did suck. So he's like, all right, cool. So, uh, that completes the pool session today. And by the way, like you, you started to game the system a little bit, right? You knew when the bus was coming, like the bus was, the bus was coming at three forty-five every single day at 1545 for you military idiots. So at 1545, you knew the bus was coming. Well, it was like one thirty, and we were like, oh, no, oh, no, oh no, gosh. this is bad. Like, this, there's plenty of time in here. There's two hours in here of us getting just beat to death. So we were just like, oh, here it comes. So sure enough, he's like, all right, everybody, count off by twos. One's over here, two's over here, and we're in the deep end. And like three people quit. And RT, like right away, they were just like, nope, this is not for me. It was like week three. The last Monday, we just got absolutely destroyed. I mean, just like grass we were running out of the pool to go do like buddy carries in the grass outside and then coming back into the pool it was it, it was awful right just you know cats and dogs living together worst parts of the bible i wonder why the pools we use never work i know right yeah it couldn't <laughs> it couldn't be the mud the grass and the doo-doo baby anyway so there we were 
ones and twos and like three or four people. I can't remember how many, but it was, it was enough where it was like three or four. And he literally looked at everybody and was like, you, you don't even know what we're going to do. You're quitting. And you don't even know what we're going to do. Do you want to just stick around? And they were like, nope. So they immediately go out there. He's like, okay, well, ring the, ring the horn or you know, blow the horn. Go out, fall in on your gear. Go back to the schoolhouse. You know, catch the bus over there. Ride of shame. So then he looks at us and he goes, uh, we had a national level swimmer on our team. His name is Jeremy. He was like, hey, Jeremy, get in the middle. He's like, go in the middle and tread. So Jeremy's in the middle and tread. And he goes, this man is a shark. And you all are minnows and we literally looked at each other we're like we're playing sharks and minnows right now oh yeah and we played sharks and minnows and water polo for like an hour and rt brought us all in and he was like you guys suck today you need to figure this out like don't tell anybody that i didn't smoke you because i'm supposed to because all the instructors hate you today but uh let that be a lesson to you like probably just see what you're gonna do before you quit and everybody was just like all right so we, we legit played sharks and minnows and water polo for like an hour and a half it was great and then, oddly enough, the rest of the week went better because we took all the pressure off of ourselves. And just like you were saying, Peaches, you're like, oh, wow. You know, if you get out of your own head, you stop expecting the worst and you stop pretending like you're in a battle for your soul. Like, I don't maybe it's just training. Maybe it's just something you've done a million times before and it's not that exciting. Just have fun. I mean, there, it, yeah. things don't have to suck. And that's I, I think, you know, there's there's been a lot of, of talk about the. um at least within the the kind of mill community about the uh the smoke session kind of hell weeks um kind of thing you know and i i won't call out any anybody in particular just because i mean one one seems to be doing it right there's some that are that are not doing it right apparently so um things you don't have to make things suck like it's okay every once in a while, I guess, but you know, things don't have to suck. Believe me, the suck will come like, and you are, you are not stopping that train unless you ring that bell, but you can go into the pool and just have fun and then build up that comfort level and com comfort and confidence level. And then, you know, put yourself through some shit. Just, just a thought. It's well, going to suck anyway. Life yeah, is good. Life is going to suck more. Yeah. Your life sucks. I'm sorry. It's the human condition. <laughs> you're, you're born. You didn't like ask to exist. And now you're just here paying taxes and going through this terrible thing. That's life. And sometimes it's cool, but most of the time it sucks. You don't need to make it worse on yourself. Yeah. Well, and, and expectations, right? Like I remember one time we woke up the students for the, uh, the extended training day at the, uh, the CCT Southeast selection course. And typically most of the classes and all the classes know this, like there's the cone news network and they all tell each other everything about everything. Of course. Shout typically out to wake news up, network. Yeah. They're awesome. Uh, typically it's like a, we wake them up and it's like, uh, you know, lay out their rucks, you know, we do like a, a, you know, all that other stuff, which turns into grass and gorillas, which turns into a, a long ruck and some other stuff. Well, we're like, Hey, this class, we're going to change it up. So we woke them up, got them right on the bus straight to the pool. So they're, they're not expecting it right into the water. And I remember there's this one guy who, you know, obviously he spent like 20 minutes with me the, the afternoon before talking about maybe, you know, like I, I want to quit, but he was like a performer. I'm like, don't like, what do you, what, what, what's your problem? You don't need to quit. You're fine. He gets in the water, doesn't underwater, does it just fine. And is like a uniform, you know, completes the iteration and then gets back and quits. And it's just like, is it really like you haven't failed anything yet? You're not even close to failing yet. And, and he quit. And I think a huge part of that was just like, 
he was expecting one thing today and it was something totally different mm. and we threw him in the water and even though he's performing so if he could have just turned off that like whatever in his brain that wasn't living in the right now um he would have been fine he would have made it through that day no problem but instead the, like the worst you know, things weren't going the way that he expected them to go and so it just turned into like this this cascade of, of negativity in his brain that led him to quitting um and you see that kind of stuff a lot. Like those those people that go out there and they want to like beat the water into submission that day or beat the ocean. What the, the trap with that is when you lose, like how do you bounce back from that day? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you gotta hey. fail fast, baby. Yeah, that's it. And we, you always want to learn from your mistakes, but we and we say it all the time. Like, okay, learn, take your lesson. Like we're not saying just be like, oh, uh, I'm just going to go on with life. Today sucked. I'm just going to do, 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 do. Like, that's not what we're saying. You know, we're saying, okay, get your lesson out of it, but don't put so much on yourself. I, I'm thinking about terrible quitting stories <laughs> at the end of our extended training day, which used to be a full week, right? It used to like start on Tuesday and you weren't really done until, you know, all the way up through Wednesday and Thursday. And then sometimes it would end on Thursday afternoon, sometimes on Friday morning, you know, depending, whatever. I literally watched somebody. It was another staff sergeant on my in-doc team. And the cadre did a great job of screwing with us because we thought it was, it was like Thursday afternoon and things were, they were sort of like winding down. You could kind of tell like not as many instructors were there. You can kind of catch the vibe, right? Like you're like, everybody's home sleeping. Like they kind of left at like one o'clock and we only had our team proctor and the assistant proctor were there. So you're kind of like, <laughs> okay, I think this is, I think that we're getting close to the end here. They had the bus come. And they, they uh, said that the bus, we, that we were going back to the pool. And it was like one thirty or 2 o'clock or something. And we were just like, oh, my God. And literally another staff sergeant looked at me. And you know, like we were going to the bathroom or something. And he was like, I can't go back, Aaron. If this bus is going to the pool, like I'm just going to quit. And I was like, what are you, you pussy? Yes, you can. You just made it through 96 straight hours. Are you telling me you can't do a couple more underwaters? Like, <laughs> get your mind. But then the funny thing is they had us... Uh, like this is like two hours later. Like we were done. Like we were we were done. It was obvious we were doing. Like the the box of ascots was out. We, it was obvious we were just doing like the performative last exercise yeah. of of whatever you know. And a kid quit. It was like log PT. Like we were just putting a log up over our head and then putting it on the other side of our body. And he quits. And I can't remember the kid's name, but he was he was a young guy. He's like eighteen or nineteen. He was this blonde kid. And I literally was grabbing him. I was like, listen. And I was like using his real name. I was like, I am not talking to you as Staff Sergeant Love. Like, this is me, Aaron. I'm telling you, bud, we're done. This is it. You made it. Like, you you don't don't go quit right now. Like, we're finished. And he he was just out of it. He was just in that space where that he decision was, was made. Made his mind up, and he was like, I'm done. And no kidding, like he quit, and we were out of the schoolhouse before he was. We were going back to the dorms before he was done like reporting in to fill his paperwork out we were just like what are you doing my guy dude it was the worst (laughs) i want to say something real quick so come sit and relax i love you he put a post out about typing uwu for the government and he was making fun of like the army esports account which is a terrible post and i told him he was on timeout and he said uwu to me in my dms what is I have had it with you. Okay. Time out. All right. Sorry. He what made what me does mad. that mean? Yeah. What is uwu? Guys, I don't want to do this. It's an internet. So like in like the anime space, it's like something that like oh, anime, wow. like, mm. 
like that. It's a it's a, a noise and an emotive um, inside of the anime or animated art space. And I'm sad that I know that, but I have teenagers. So there you go. You know who's not on timeout? Cardomax. Yeah, they're not. Cardomax is not on timeout. <laughs> they're not. They're in full force this morning. I feel pretty good. I love me some Cardomax. <clears throat> Dude, I, the, my favorite part about Cardomax is you can literally put it in anything. It doesn't have like an overt flavor to it. Um, it does taste good. They have a bunch of different flavors, which I dig. Uh, I think like the blue raspberry is probably my favorite one. But you can put it in anything. Any other drink, I put it oftentimes in just a normal like crispy water, like so normal bubbly water, and it's fantastic. Great drink. Plenty of caffeine. Take it anywhere. Love me some Cardamax. The rehydration stuff that they have, the Hydromax, swear by it. I love the Hydromax. Really, really good. Yeah, wh- what is that? Wave Crush? Yeah, yeah Wave Crusher, I think. It, pff, get yeah. out of here. That's the move right there, my dude. That's what's happening Ooh. this morning. Oh, is yeah. that what you got? Nice. No, yeah. I'm, I'm out right now. I've, I've, I've I'm it for my all next. of it. I'm sitting, yeah. dude. I, when I get close, I'm, that's when you. Uh, that's when the text message starts going. Be like, "Hey, man, can we? Uh, can we can talk we to the boys over at Cardo Max? And <laughs> man, we got to we got to figure this one out. Love those guys over there. Sean Matson was great on the podcast. Uh, Cardo Max in general. Go check out cardomax.com. I believe our code is ones ready. Over there. It is still code is ones ready. Look at me it crushing is. the ad read. All right. Yeah. You can also head over to, to drinkhoist.com, right, and use yes, the same code for the the same discount. Use it. We love the team over there. Demi Bagby. We've got, you know, Rachel, um, Rachel waters over there doing her thing with, uh, with team hoist. So we got a a strong team over there. Nope. No big deal. Just some Ohio people, just Southern Ohio. Okay. Well, we don't have to talk about that. Listen, the Browns are four and three. They're going to be five and three after this week. It's Sean's plan. Come on. You you know what, you know what I'm going to need after a little eggy beer when Cleveland is confirmed, I'm probably going to need to go to drinkhoist.com. And pick up another one of these blue raspberry, the premixes. They got these all around the, uh, I don't think I've told this story before. The funniest thing that happened to me when I was up at the academy, I'm sitting there, we're in the hall, like they feed 4,000 cadets a day. They like, I can't, I, Mitchell Hall, I think it's called. Um, they make this big deal because everybody eats lunch. There are no lunch shifts. Everybody forms up when you're a cadet and you go eat at the same time every single day. And they feed 4,000 cadets every single day during the period of like, an hour lunch period. Like it is actually, pre- it, it is a logistical marvel what they do. Like I will give them credit. Like that is a, it, that's a crazy thing that they do up at that small technical school tucked into the Rockies, mostly for boys. So they have um, NCOs running the chow hall. I'm guessing. They probably do. Yeah. That's where the NCOs are. They're serving food. That's why it gets done. <laughs> um, I can't imagine anybody else that actually does work because they're officers. But the point is, is we're sitting there and somebody recognized me. And the funniest thing that ever happened is this young cadet and I, I mean he was he was a brand i think they is he a dually a first year guy on dually is a second year. i don't care what they call the first year guys they're not even human anyway he walks up and he starts doing our ad read to me and it was hilarious he was like he was doing it like to the guy that i was sitting with my friend justin he looks at justin and he goes hey justin do you know that this hydrates 110 uh, percent more than water does it's actually one of only three dod beverages that you're allowed to drink for rehydration inside of the military i like the packs myself he was doing my ad read i laughed like an idiot like he got me good and he never acknowledged me like he legitimately did the ad read to my friend he's like okay well have a good day. I'm going to go back and uh, I'm going to go earn each breath. And he just walked away. That's amazing. Magnifique. Go to drinkhoist.com. Pick up some. He's going to be a great logistics officer someday. He really is. For the yeah. record, you're not funny, you little kid idiot. <laughs> <laughs> idiot. Whoa.
<laughs> but it, that is a good point. If you're on base, if you're at the BX or or you know the exchange or whatever, and and you you see some of the other beverages out there, you're gonna find the hoist there as well, more than likely. So grab yeah. that instead. It's a it's a much better alternative. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna put this out here right now. I'm gonna challenge Jake Paul to a grappling match because uh, his drink Prime sucks. It's got a whole bunch of stuff in it you don't want to drink. Hoist is not. It's good. Yeah. And like, I, I, I hope you get that boxing match. Dude, that'd be amazing. I say grappling. I don't or want grappling. to strike. I have enough Well, I mean, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go box him, too. I don't care. Okay. He's got okay. one hell of a reach on me, though. He really like, does. I mean, these, yeah, he's boy. Uh, Jake Paul Logan I don't Paul get from? too far with these. Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, those little mitts of yours. <laughs> yeah. It'd be funny if he just like put his hand on your head and you were doing the thing where you're swinging. Yeah. yeah. Probably, he you probably just went 30-style boxing, putting up the dude. Yeah. yeah. Why not? <laughs> It's the uh, mindset I have, the training it, mindset. Wow. Bring you know, one right of the back. things that, that I think helped me is I joined, I, I don't want to say I joined a little bit late, but I left high school a little bit early. I, you know, I had like three, three something years before I joined the military and I was able to see the civilian world. And so like, it, it's funny to me sometimes when people will be like, oh, I don't think I want to join the military. They're going to make me do stuff I don't necessarily want to do. And I'm like, where, where, what kind of world do you live in right. where you get to go to work and do the things that you want to do? And that's it. You know what I mean? Right. And so like that mentality of like, it's not better on the outside. Like it, it just, it just confuses me sometimes when people be like the military is so different than the civilian world. It's like, no, no, no. Everything that's worth anything requires a certain amount of sacrifice. And even then there will be things that you're asked to do no matter what you do. I don't, I don't even care. Like if you're a lawyer or a judge, whatever, you're going to have to do stuff that you don't want to do. So I think that gave me a little bit of perspective. So if there's any way for people to, to find some perspective before they, they start making life decisions, I think that's a, a positive thing. I know Jared was like, you know, 15 years old and lied on his application to get in. So like, I'm not sure you had any perspective coming in the door. No, I definitely did not. But it, it is, it is funny because you do hear, hear the, oh, well, I don't want to wear a uniform or what. guess what? Everywhere you go, not everywhere, but you know, a lot of these places, uh, McDonald's has a uniform. There's a dress code like, everywhere. So what, yeah. I mean, I don't, you know, it, and you're, unless you own your own business, there are certain tasks that are being directed to you that have to be accomplished and you are accomplished in that. So essentially you are being told what to do. It's there. There are also like, when we talk about some of the admin work that, uh, you know, we have to do in the military, you know, you've heard about the enlisted performance briefs or the listed performance reports or some of the award things. Well, guess what? There's employees of the month. There's employees of the freaking, you know, uh, of the, of the year at all these other places as well. There's paperwork and admin work that has to be done because that's how people get promoted and fleeted through whatever corporations they're working for. If they yeah. happen to be working for a corporation. So like that paperwork exists everywhere. That admin work, that, that dress code, whatever you want to call it, all that stuff exists. There are still standards. There are fitness standards too in other places as well. So I, I mean, you know, it's not that different than yeah. everything else. It's just that, you know, in the profession of arms, maybe you end up being deployed or maybe. You know, when you come in, not maybe, but when you come into basic training, sure, you're going to get yelled at and you're going to get broken down so that we can build you up to where what we need you to be. And in the end, you might get to jump out of plane, shoot machine guns. And kill Hell people. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you get on the back end of that. Like, you're not going to get that in the civilian world. I was about to make a real inappropriate uh, joke about some stuff going on right now. Remind me to tell you after we, <laughs> we hit 
don't record because so, uh <laughs> man it was funny in my head but it was one of those things like that's, that's like maturity you know that's that's what i've learned through the pipeline it's like sometimes you don't say the joke and you just joke with your friends later and it gets you out of trouble and that's what just happened there well that the, okay so i'm glad you brought up maturity because the i was uh, as the folks on discord often know um i i lurk uh, I, it's rare that I say something, but I, I definitely lurk. And, uh, and somebody was talking about how their buddy was removed because he was too young. And that's, uh, of course, of course he shapes the narrative, like not, sure. not the guy in discord, but you know, his buddy that's telling him why I was removed. Yeah. I, I was removed because of my age. Well, no, no, you weren't there. There is no, we have age limits for a reason. And, and we, we don't go, if you, if you're 19, then you're 19, you're within that. It has nothing to do with your numerical age. Now, maybe you're just a jackass. So it has to do with maturity, right? If you're, if you're told, Hey, you're too young. It's not because you're numerical age. It's because you're you're acting like a child because you're acting too young. It's because you are immature. Like you can be 17 and get in. That's fine. And we have an age limit that starts at 17 because young children cannot consent to life changing things. Okay. (laughs) So 17 and now the age limit is 42. As long as you enlist before you were 42 years old, which is the new update to the age limit. So it used to be 39. Now it's 42, right? As long as you enlist when you're 41, bam, you can get in and you can go. So for all those old people that are looking to get in, there you go. But it's it's maturity. You're not too young. You're acting immaturely. That's mm-hmm. the deal. Dude, I met I met some people in their late twenties that didn't make it that acted the exact same way. It has really very little to do with the number. Obviously, like the you know, over time you would hope that you would gain these things and that you wouldn't adopt these victim mentalities and everything isn't somebody else's fault and yada yada. But your age really has very little to do with that. It's it's all about your 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 perspective, your experience and, and how willing you are to take responsibility for all the things that are happening around you um and whether it's your fault or not like and that's one of the things i think that happens in the pipeline is is we stop playing the blame game after a while like it's just reality you know like it it, it is important to know who jacked up but in the moment when it's time to fix it everybody just jumps on board to fix it right so like the don't waste your time like you know worrying about whose fault it is or 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 it's somebody else's fault and why do i have to do this like there's there's something that has to get done the mistakes were made and and the quickest way to to get to where you want to be is just to move out and to fix it otherwise you're just wasting your time and energy and all this other crap and that's that's the maturity thing right is 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 getting a little more selfish about your time and energy and what you're willing to spend those things on and and you can start doing that stuff before you even enter the pipeline mm-hmm. you know like it's, you know, New Year's is coming up and some people believe in resolutions and yada, yada, yada. Like maybe it's time to get rid of all that crap in your life uh, that you don't need. So you can come in all streamlined and ready to to become the new you or whatever. Like this, this big, you know, like the, one of my favorite things about joining the military is you get to reinvent yourself, right? Every, so, yeah, a ton. Yeah. So Jared, I'm, I mean, I keep going back to you. I'm not, I, I realized like the other day, like I had an epiphany in the shower that I never ask you questions. I was like, I always go to Aaron. Why do I always go to Aaron? So I'm making like a concerted effort today. I purposely try and avoid it. That's why. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to, I don't want everybody to figure out that I'm a fraud. So <laughs> you guys ever have Fred those I, moments? Fred and I have slept together. And I'm going to say that just like that. <laughs> Trent and I have slept together too much. We've had too many times where it's, you know, late nights, like, Aaron, do you think aliens exist? Totally, Trent. A hundred percent. Let's talk yeah. about it. They, we do. We've shared that time. So I think that's why, <laughs> probably why he defaults to me is there's that safety. But 
Yeah, we get no sleep. Yeah. But Jared, was there anything that you needed to like get rid of uh, as you entered the pipeline or or before you even shipped out that that you know allowed you to to do what you did? I got rid of a girlfriend. Oh, nice. Yeah. He he went on a diet, a hundred and twenty five pound diet. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, just because I knew what I wanted to do, I knew that I wanted to be focused and I wanted no distractions. So that's what that's what I did. Um, man, that was a long time ago, dude. I I don't I don't know in anything particular other than just. But I mean, I I know kidding. I sold my car. I I went all in. I sold car. I um, broke up my girlfriend, and and uh, I worked at my job up until about a month, month and a half before shipping out just because that was my last summer before leaving. So I was like, okay, cool. I, I want to, I just want to focus this last month and a half on, on training and have no issues, you know, in terms of go getting in trouble or anything like that. So I just, yeah, and enjoy that. So I just kind of, I guess I did stream my streamline my, uh, my life. I, in terms of mentality stuff, I don't, I don't know. Just focus on training, but yeah, I guess I did stream my life. I didn't, I didn't think of it like that. I used to poo-poo the January new, new year, new me resolution thing because Trent, you know, you and I see eye to eye on this one. Like, if you want to make a change, you don't have to wait till January. You can probably just start like right now. But I am, I have, uh, for whatever reason, I've kind of evolved to this. But usually, one time every winter, I said it the other day. I was like, you know what, I. I'd look at my closet here and there's 50% of these clothes that I haven't put on in a year and 50% of these clothes that I could probably donate or get rid of or really thin down. Like I don't have stuff anymore. You know, I have very little, uh, things like the stuff and things that I have. Like I don't, I have not accumulated a whole lot of those things. If you need January to be like, I'm going to, I'm going to donate a whole bunch of stuff. I'm going to clean out stuff that I don't need to include my diet, you know, whatever, more power to you. I don't don't know if you need to wait till January. You could probably just do it today, you know, as opposed to having a new year's resolution. But if you're a new year's resolution person, I've actually evolved on that to where, man, you're, you're making, you're taking the first step. You're doing something as long as you can maintain it. I'll tell you what, I hate the gym January (laughs) through like February 15th really sucks because you got people in there and you, it's this thing where you don't want to shame them, right? Like the last person in the gym that you should shame is a fat person because they're in there trying they're not in to there be fast busting their ass. They're busting their ass. Like they're in there and I'll bet they're probably pretty uh, self-conscious about it. I bet they know that they're fat. That's why they're in the gym. That's why they're in the gym working out, trying to be better. They found the a last thing they need somewhere. What's that? They found a mirror finally. And they were like, <laughs> Oh, dang. Jeez. I love how we're talking about not yeah. fat shaming people and Trent is like, Trent's I hate like fat right people. in. I'm in. If your BMI is over 30, Trent is not your friend. You have an issue. Um, I do hate the gym, but they're in there. They're trying to get better. I, I would say just stick to it. If it's a, if it's a new year's resolution thing, when springtime comes and you're not doing it, that leads, uh, to a cycle of you overeating, uh, and still being fat. So, Shout out to all those overweight people that are trying to make it, but maybe don't wait till January. Maybe that's the thing is you don't need to wait to make those changes. If you want to clean your closet out, you want to, you want to donate, you want to clean up that diet. You could start now. You'd be ahead. You'd be ahead of all those new year's resolution people. And then something amazing happens. You can come onto our team and you can be like new year's resolution, huh? And I'll be like, yeah, I know. you've been here since you've been here since Halloween when you decided that you were going to lose a couple pounds. Like, look at these idiots. New year's resolution, huh? <laughs> the, yeah 
well, it's not really a New Year's resolution, right? Like you have to make that resolution every day and and figure out what you're going to do, right? And and I don't know. At least for me, every morning when my alarm goes off, I'm like, I have to have a whole conversation with myself. Just get myself out of bed. You know what I mean? And well, I'm still young enough to re-enlist. You know, I could enlist right now. Oh, man, that that made me I feel weird. right back. Yeah, was that weird? But that's that's the I think that's the social media thing. Like I I love all the the. I mean, really kick-ass motivational things that are on there, like really well-made uh, content that's on there that's that real-life people have have said and 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 get you going. Like that shit still gets me fired up. Um, mm-hmm. But that's not what gets me out of bed and goes. You need to go do it. It's it's the discipline aspect of it. It's going. I know I've got to go do this. I've got to get in a run today, or I've got to get a workout in today, no matter what my schedule looks like. And all you, the people think that it's got to be some you know, hour, three hour long session for a workout, dude, you could do a kick ass, just smoke of a workout in less than 15 minutes. You really can. You just have to dedicate the time to it and go, I'm doing this. Like this is happening. So, yep. you know, um, I mean, you really can, I mean, it could be as easy as 10 sets for 10 reps of burpees, pushups, air squats, and, and sit-ups. All you, all you need is and, a deck of cards. You know how many yeah. times I've done a deck of cards workout with J Mac and a random hanger? A ton. He, he, we used loves, to, we go he loves playing cards. I know he really does. We, dude, uh, I, I'll one of the most clear memories of Croatia. Like there was no gym for us to work. We were sleeping mm-hmm. in a bombed out hangar. Uh, you know, on the flight line, there was no gym that we could go do. And he would just get up. He, he, you know, we'd eat our little mountain house breakfast or whatever it is that we were eating out of, uh, you know, MREs or whatever it is that we had. And he'd be like, all right, in uh, 10 minutes, we're going to start this deck of cards. You just pick four exercises, you go through the deck of cards, and you're done. Like, I have distinct memories of, you know, four or five of us going through those workouts for that two-week mm-hmm. period. Just all the time. It's all you need. Just just do it. Yep. It's, it's the dedication and going, well, this is going to happen, so let's just, let's just get to it instead of kind of kicking the can down the road or, or finding ways to procrastinate. Well, what, what is it about people that makes them want to kick the can down the road? It's easier. It's, it's comfort. Yeah, it's definitely easier. Yeah. It's, I'll tell you what's, it's super easy. And, you know, mark this time, you know, 46 minutes in here, Aaron talked about jujitsu. <laughs> you know, it's easier. It's easier for me to not go to my fifth training session this week. You know, like I got to, I'm supposed to be there at noon. It's easier for me not to go. I feel beat up. I feel old. I had hard rolls yesterday. I got bruises everywhere and my face is worse than my face normally is if you can believe that. But, uh, because it's more comfortable, it's easier to make an excuse and not go. It's, it's not easier to be like, all right, cool. Well, um, and by the way, like Jared, great, great point about it. It doesn't have to be this thing. Like today, I'm going to go there today. I'm not, I'm going to, I make a joke, you know, with my friends. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go today, but I'm not going to try too hard. I'm not training to go to the ADCC trials. Like you can go and just have like a normal training session. It doesn't have to be a CrossFit workout where you're dying by the end of it. It doesn't have to be, you know, a three mile run as fast as you can possibly do it where you throw up. Like, I don't know, maybe go with like 80% of your pay. If you don't feel like going awesome, just go do something then go do something that you can just get through, put a notch on the calendar and say, Hey, I got after it today. It wasn't a hundred percent effort. Maybe it was a regen day, whatever it is that you want to call it to make yourself feel better. It doesn't have to be the most intense thing in the world. The point is, is that you do it and it becomes part of your battle rhythm 
just like CZ. Congratulations on uh, Chief Siak Colon Lopez's retirement. So now he's just Uncle Ray Ray again because he's retired. Um, but he, you know, he used to say stuff like that all the time. You know, it doesn't matter um, that you don't do 100% of the thing. You just need to get up, be disciplined, and go do it. It becomes part of your battle rhythm so that you do it over and over and over again. His quote about professionals practice till they can't get it wrong while amateurs practice till they get it right. He would apply that to everything. I, I heard him say that when he was an instructor of mine back at the schoolhouse and many times through you know my career when we would cross paths. He's like, you just build it into your battle rhythm so that you know your core skills, your physical fitness, your profession is you just spend hours and hours and hours of beating on your craft to where you cannot get it wrong. Um, and physical fitness is like that. Like <laughs> you just put on your, some days it sucks. Nobody wants to, to go do it. It's hard to be in shape all the time because you're constantly sore. You're constantly tired. And then, you know, you have a training session coming the next day and it gets even harder, you know, for the folks that are listening out there that are going to the pipeline, at least you have a goal. You know, one of the harder things that I've had to experience is like, I don't really have a goal right now. I'm just working out to be in shape and to make sure that I can, you know, be a dad, you know, 20 years in the future from now. Um, and, you know, be walking around at 60. Like I want to be one of those guys that is walking around and is in very good shape at 60 and still up and moving around. I don't want to look like, you know, some 80 year old that doesn't know what room he's in with the nuclear codes. Um, Mm, that's made up. There, there, was, yeah, never, never heard of it. Never heard of it. Uh, <laughs> the um, the, shit. I had something on that. It's because I was just t- blabbing off at the mouth. Sorry, everybody. No, Aaron Love Hate Club. Let me know in the comments how bad that was. Sorry. <laughs> that's my favorite account. I love it so much. <laughs> Nothing's ever made got, me happier. I got it. Nothing. I. I yeah. It's gone. It's gone. Well, there, there, there's a few roadblocks, right? Like, and, and one of those roadblocks is is the first time you walk into the gym, or the first time you you know put on your your spandex or whatever and go into your garage, is is you you want to compare yourself to other people. You're like, I'm not a fitness person. Like, what am I doing? Why am I pretending to be someone that values physical fitness? Why am I pretending to be one of those people? And then your brain's going to do all these things. Like, I'm not. I'm not a vain person. I'm not like this other guy. I'm not like Jared. I don't have that kind of discipline. Like, what am I doing? What am I doing here? I'm not one of those people, which is absolutely nonsense. That, that comparison thing is, is terrible. Like the only person you should be comparing yourself to is who you were yesterday. And if you didn't get better, that's when you should, you should feel a little bit bad about it. But comparing yourself to Aaron, like you don't have to go to jujitsu and all these other things. Like, and, and we see this in the pipeline too. I don't know how many times I have to harp on this, don't look at the kid that looks great in his t-shirt and think that you're not going to make it just because right. he exists. Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean anything. I, so. I'll tell you what, I actually, you know, on the jujitsu thing, just cause it's my hobby. I've actually gotten a lot more joy. I find myself going more a week since about a year ago. I, I just tell people straight up. They're like, Oh, are you going to roll in this tournament? Or are you going to fight in this, in this, whatever? And I'm like, no, I do jujitsu as a hobby, dude. Like I, I'm not a, I'm not a tournament. Um, a tournament guy anymore. Like I've been in tournaments. I've, I've rolled in more than 10 tournaments. Like I'm, I'm good. And competition is, is part of jujitsu and, and to make your, you know, to get those, those experiences. Cool. But when I stop comparing myself to the 23 year old competition, you know, division one wrestlers in the gym, like, of course, those dudes are probably going to tap me out um, because I'm 20 years older than them and we have different goals. So, you know, comparison is the thief of joy. You don't need to be like all those other people. You can do these jobs as yourself. 
uh, we got a question the other day. Well, I don't know why, but we've gotten like two or three questions uh, recently about like, oh, well, tell me like, what's the difference between the personality types and what's the, you know, what kind of personality type? What, I, I said the same thing. It's such a hard question to answer. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like we make jokes about, you know, PJs being hippies and controllers not being able to read and, you know, special reconnaissance. We're going to delete that career field pretty soon. But really, when you look at it, there's so can't many. Us, you can't find us. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Right. 100%, yeah. Um, but there's su- there's such a wide, you know, I, I've worked with people that were homeless living in their cars before the pipeline. And I've worked with people that went to Dartmouth and had a microbi, you know, microbiology and engineering degree, you know, like the, the yeah, range they're always is best a, friends. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the range is, is ridiculous. So I, I don't know, but you can, you can be who you want to be as soon as you stop comparing yourself. Like you don't have to be high school quarterback, you know, 4.0 GPA student to do these things. You just have to not quit. You just have to show up every day and be disciplined. Got to be about that grind. Got to be about that grind, now, baby. So I remember what I was going to say. I finally wrote it down when I remembered it. Um, we Everybody's felt it out there uh, where you don't want to get up and train or you don't want to train. But those are the days that are most important because uh, you train and you feel amazing afterwards. And you're so thankful that you actually, even if it's short, you are so thankful that you actually did get up and do something. And you, you, I feel better, at least me, I feel better after I have trained on a day that I really didn't want to train than on the days that are like, all right, I'm feeling great. Uh, and, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. And then the other thing is if I don't, so I'm a, I don't enjoy working out in the morning. Um, I would prefer to work out in the afternoon when I'm more oh, awake. Wow. Oh, but, you and me, we're, I can't, babe. we're out. But, well, so that's body wise. I would, in mentality, I would prefer to work out then, but I know that if I don't work out in the morning, my chances just cause my schedule or something's going to pop up. So, and then I have that, like if, if my schedule, cause my, my day to day is usually pretty solid except for a couple times a year where there's a lot of travel or something like that. And then I have that hanging over my head all day long going like, man, am I going to get a workout in? Am I going to get a workout in? And sometimes it's when I get to the hotel, you know, late at night, I, all right, I got to do something real quick, but I don't like that hanging over my head all day long going, man, I really hope I, you know, my plane doesn't get delayed or another meeting doesn't pop up or something like that. It's so that's why I work out in the morning and I try and make it a, a no kidding thing. But yeah, you got to train on the days that you don't feel like training and you'll feel amazing. Yeah. And, and you got to find a reason, right? And what it's different for everybody. And we, I know we keep beating this dead horse, but like whatever you're going to do to be a better version of yourself tomorrow, I don't, I don't give a shit if you're joining the military or not. If you're listening to this podcast or, or whatever, you becoming a better version of yourself tomorrow is the best thing that you can do for your family and for your community and for your country and for everything else. Anything that you want to accomplish in this life, getting more fit, you know, being a little more selfish up front so you can have a bigger impact later on, like whatever it is, like this, this idea that, that you are who you are and you can never change or that you have like these, like other, other altruistic tasks that you need to do that, that are more important than taking care of yourself. Like that's all nonsense. Like to, to, to have an outsized impact on, on all the people around you and to do the most good in this world, being physically fit, having that discipline to be fit. It's not, it's, it's more about the discipline than it is the fitness, I think. Those are the things that are important. You need to value yourself enough to know that you can make a difference 
to, to get that discipline and to, and to make a difference in the world around you. Yeah. Wow. Golly. Really What's going it. on with you, Trent? You've had several today that has just been like, so don't good. Don't say it out loud. He's I'm so good. Say something stupid He's now. so good at it. <laughs> the, uh, the working out in the morning thing, I can't. He's so good. I hate training in the <sighs> afternoon so bad. Like I, the, I got this from a, a good friend, uh, a good friend of mine, Brian. I will wake up two hours earlier than I need to just to make sure that I own that part of my day. Like the, the early day is the only part of my day that I, yeah. I own. Um, I will rather get up and work out at five o'clock in the morning and get it done and then just slide into my day and be done and everything else. That's the one thing it's the hardest training sessions for me to get to are the night training sessions. Cause I get done at like, you know, four thirty, five o'clock is a perfect time for me to just sit down, chill out, let the day be over. I'm like, okay, I'm going to cook dinner here and you know, a little bit. But if I have like a six o'clock jujitsu that I'm waiting on, it is so hard to stay motivated to go to that thing. It's, it's, uh, those, those are the easiest ones for me to lose discipline and do exactly the opposite of what we're talking about, which is to be undisciplined and not go. But Jared, you're totally right. You never regret a training session. Not, not a single time. Have I ever just like mm-hmm. dragged myself to a training session and then gotten done and been like, Oh, that was a waste of time. You always get done. And you're like, I'm glad I did that. I mean, I oh, regret yeah. not warming up before. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's for sure. That's a fact. I'm the worst at warming up. I was t- saying that to the sweet guys, like <laughs> warm up. You mean my first three sets of whatever it is that I'm doing in the gym? Like that's, that's my warm up. There we go. That's how I'm going to get into it. <laughs> I don't recommend that. Everybody go listen to the Swick episode with JD and Zach. They crushed it. And uh, go check out that BMT pre-accession training plan. It's awesome. And you can look at all the data that they use to actually build the plan, which is pretty cool. They're very transparent about it. So there you go. And it's free in your face. Ah, oh, free 50 free. Indeed. Free yeah. 99. Mm. I mean, well, what else you got? There's a million training uh, options out there. Maybe find one that fits for you. And if the first one doesn't fit for you, try something yeah. else. You know what I mean? It's crazy. It's, crazy a, it's not a one size fits all thing. I, I think the last thing is if we're going to talk about like mentality or anything, are there any uh, books? We're always asking for, you know, people are always talking about book recommendations. I am not a huge fan of the classical military literature mm-hmm. that other people read or like gates of fire you, i still haven't read it mostly on principle how dare I'm you not spartan that's a great book i'm never gonna be a spartan why would you not read gates of fire it is oh, just sure. a good book the, my biggest fear is that i'll oh, read okay. it and i'll love it yeah sure uh, so, it's the yeah, same yeah. reason i haven't seen <clears throat> squid game i got too much hype i refuse yeah right what if you like it <laughs> okay all right well peach's face i'll i'll these all are right. some of the books peach's <laughs> I mean, I'm not a big TV guy, but like, I, I what books do you like? Good. Um, I like uh, mm-hmm. the Mission of Men to Me. It's a good one by Pete Blaber. I do like for for as much as is we like to poke it at Goggins. I do like the Can't Hurt Me, and then I'm I'm losing the name of his new book. But I highly like highly recommend doing the audiobook version of of Goggins' books just because there's extra stuff in there. Um, then you have things like Never Quit. Extortion One Seven, Extreme Ownership, any of the uh, Simon Sinek books, Alone at Dawn um, by Dan Schilling, um, Supple Leopard, Why We Sleep, um, Atomic Habits. Golly, there's there's tons of them. Um, Tribe Sebastian by uh, Younger. Sebastian yeah. uh, uh, Younger. That's yeah. great. That one is good. Yeah. I, so there's there's a there's so many of them that that you can and, and we are believe it or not we are working on the reading list. Uh, the three of us don't know HTML very well, 
So we're the worst. Um, coding, yeah, we're the worst. like, yeah, man, really? This the, everybody thinks that this whole thing is is easy, um, and it's not that it's super hard or anything like that. But man, when you when you've grown up doing doing the things that we have, and then it's like, hey, you need to yeah. uh, build websites and and do that kind of stuff. It's like, e boy, oh sure, just go hire oh, somebody for it. Yeah, hmm. word no. Re- yeah. Remember when okay. the officer found out that we do everything ourselves? That, story that was pretty funny. That was hilarious. Golly, that was hilarious. <laughs> so that all right. So all we right. got to tell that story real quick. So we had we had a little a little uh, telecon kind of thing with some very nice, awesome dudes. very yeah. nice gentlemen. Um, but they're yeah, very nice. But it it was funny because I think he had reacted to something that he didn't mean to react to. So uh, we were going through it because they want to start their own kind of podcast channel kind of thing, and and which probably mm-hmm. would do very well actually and and there's definitely a market for it and they uh they thought we had a team of people that were doing you know the recording the editing the all the social media stuff and everything and and when he found it, it was like no we, we just do it and he's like wait a minute you guys just just do it just the three of you he was just, incredible he just could not do believe like, we're like no nah, i you know yeah we uh we all manage the social media and you know <laughs> peaches does the recording and aaron does the graphics and we you know the youtube and whatever is you know <laughs> and trent does this stuff and they were they, they were just shocked it took the guy back for like five minutes like he, he was like you guys really you guys don't send and i think that was the actual quote he's like okay so when you send the stuff out to get edited like how long does it take on like what does that work and Peaches is like, I don't know, you know, if I have a plane flight, like I'll knock out a bunch of reels and a bunch of stuff, you know? And he's like, wait, you guys do everything? <laughs> it's like five minutes. Yeah. I couldn't pass that opportunity to talk 100%. about enlisted and officers, you know? <laughs> like, so you think just because we're enlisted, we can't 100%. do this? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> that is, that's not what he meant, but <laughs> Hilarious. I can't help myself. I oh, man. All right. Well, that seems like a good spot to end. Um, but. I know that we talked about Cardomax. We talked about Hoist. We do have other partners out there, Attack Lead, 18 Alpha, Eberly Stock. Um, but also, you know, we've got merch. We just released two different hats. We've got the PVC patches out there that are in a, what a 2D, 2D mm-hmm. PVC patches with the Velcro on the back. Um, that's free shipping on the PVC patch. Everything else you got to pay some shipping for. But yeah, check it out. Um, help support us. And if, especially if you like it, and then like, subscribe, leave a review, um, and definitely comment. Especially if you're yeah. the Aaron Love Hate Club. Like yeah, but don't comment, comment if you say dumb long. stuff. If you say something stupid, we're gonna call you stupid. Okay, like I don't care. Like <laughs> the trolling comments, whatever. If you jump on, you're like, oh, I don't think I like this. I'm gonna be like, well, you're dumb. We didn't ask you. We don't care. I'm sorry. That one had me. Oh, this is dumb. Yeah. I, can't, I can't believe this. Is okay, shut up. No one asked. Don't care. Move it along. Anyway. (laughs) All right. Okay, bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.